This is Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine, and I'm John Wiener. Now it's time for our Washington political update, and for that we turn, of course, to John Nichols. He's the nation's national affairs correspondent, and he's also a host of a new podcast from The Nation. John, welcome back. It's great to be with you. Well, before we talk about your new podcast, it's called Next Left. We want to spend a couple of minutes on the fact that the first Republican in Congress has said that Donald Trump has engaged in impeachable conduct. His name is Justin Amash. Who is he? Well, he's a pretty remarkable guy by any measure. And the funny thing is I've been writing about him for years because he is the go-to Republican in the House of Representatives for progressive Democrats on issues of war and peace. He has worked with Barbara Lee, Mark Pocan, Pramia Jayapal, Ro Khanna, uh, on issues of civil liberties. He has worked with you know, many of the key players in the Congressional Progressive Caucus to defend civil liberties even on some immigrant rights issues. And uh, not that he's particularly good on those things, but when the president was running around declaring a national emergency to try and justify taking money to build its wall, Amash was the rare Republican who really aggressively stood up and said, this is, this is really an abuse of power. So he's someone who has often split with his own party but unlike some of the, you know, kind of casual analysis of this that sees him as a headline seeker, which he definitely is not, uh, or as, you know, maybe like a moderate Republican or, or you know, kind of like something a little more like a Mitt Romney type or something like that. No, this guy is a hardcore, deep-rooted you know, internally wired conservative. And uh, Justin Amash also has an interesting uh, ethnic background. Yeah, he, he is uh, the son of a Palestinian father, Palestinian Christian father, and I believe a Syrian Christian mother. Um, and so he, he is an Arab American, um, representing a part of Michigan that uh, is not a a big Arab American center. Now, Michigan, as as folks will know, uh, has a a huge Arab American population in the Dearborn area and in some of the areas around Detroit. Amash is from, you know, far, far afield. He really represents a relatively traditional conservative uh, Republican district. In, In his statement, he said the Mueller report presents, quote, multiple examples of conduct satisfying all the elements of obstruction of justice, close quote. And he also says, quote, Attorney General Barr has deliberately misrepresented Mueller's report, close quote, something that you have said on this show and that we agree with. But it is remarkable that he is the only Republican who has said these things. There is a tendency you think that in the past, Republicans have been a whole lot better. And that's a bit of a misnomer. During the Watergate era, the 
Republicans in the House of Representatives remained remarkably loyal to Richard Nixon to the bitter end. It's, we now celebrate and make a big deal about the handful of Republicans who stepped up and really challenged Nixon. But it's important to remember that even on the House Judiciary Committee, where you had some of the most explicit criticism of Nixon and, and some Republicans stepping up for impeachment, that uh, no article of impeachment against Richard Nixon has passed through the House Judiciary Committee got the support of a majority of Republicans, even on the committee. And in, on two of the proposed articles, no Republicans voted for them. Uh, one got two Republican votes, and then a couple of others got some more. But this is uh, the only reason I bring up this history is to say that, to my view, Amash stepping up is a very, very big deal because it's not really about a mass of Republicans coming across the line. It is that a few begin to raise the objection. He is the first. If by some chance he is joined at some point by another Republican or two or three, I think that's a, something that's very, very powerful from a historical standpoint and in the contemporary moments. And we should pause here and insert this notation. Justin Amash decides to do one of two other things to challenge Donald Trump for president of the United States in the Republican primaries or to run for president as the Libertarian Party nominee in the fall of 2020. Well, let's talk about the other big topic for us today. Big news at The Nation and in Podcastville. The magazine has launched a new podcast with you, John Nichols, as the host. It's called Next Left. And unlike this podcast, Start Making Sense, it's not about this week's headlines. It doesn't feature the magazine's writers and editors as guests. What is its focus? We're in an era where podcasts are a big deal and they become a vehicle by which we look at many different uh, topics in many different ways. This podcast tries to look at the rising generation of political figures who have won local, state, and national office as insurgents, people who are challenging the status quo, not just within the Democratic Party, although frequently so, but also the status quo of our politics in general. And so we're very interested in the folks who, usually younger, but not always, who say that they're just no longer prepared to wait for their moment, uh, the folks who say that they're no longer satisfied with the limits of our politics, and who are ready to push for much bigger and, frankly, much more radical ideas, and, frankly, who are pushing for the sorts of changes that I, as a host, happen to believe are necessary in our politics and in our government. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a celebration of insurgency in many senses, but it also tries to do something else, and that is to get to know these people, to understand where they're coming from, because it's our sense that the nation that, by and large, the rising generation of insurgent political figures has not been covered well. They tend to be covered more in their clashes with the president or um, with political elites rather than uh, as who they really are. And to our view, these are some remarkable people. Well, your guest for the premiere episode, which is posted 
Tuesday at thenation.com is Ilhan Omar. We have a couple of clips from that interview, but before we get to those, I just want to set the scene here for a minute. She's, of course, been under relentless attack for the last couple of months. Trump has been tweeting at her. She gets death threats all the time. And then you come along. What was it like sitting down with her face to face? Well, I've covered her some. So in many cases, the folks that we interview, um, be they members of Congress or state legislators, city council members around the country, are folks that we have given some coverage to. So I, I was not surprised to find that she did not fit the stereotype that President Trump and Liz Cheney and others have tried to create. She is a exceptionally able political figure who defeated an incumbent state legislator to get elected to the legislature in 2016, then won a primary uh, to get elected to Congress in 2018, and has withstood everything that's been thrown at her. She's also someone with a deep sense of political history and political possibility. When you go into her office, there are two pictures that have prominence as you walk in. One, the lower of the two, is a picture of her being sworn in, the first woman of color to serve in Congress from Minnesota, the first Somali-American, the first naturalized African citizen, and one of the two first Muslim-American women, the first woman to wear a hijab in Congress. You know, I mean, all these firsts, right? And so she's her picture's there. But above her picture is a picture of Shirley Chisholm, the first African-American woman elected to Congress 50 years before Ilhan Omar. Yeah, so she's, she, I guess, to my mind, that, that juxtaposition summed up a lot. So let's listen, Ilhan Omar, on her political goals from the Next Left podcast, the new podcast from The Nation. We don't have to settle. We can fight to, ha- to, to have our uh, Green New Deal. We can certainly get Medicare for all. We can cancel out student debt. We can certainly pass our, our housing for all bill. We can get universal school meals program up and running. But in order to do all of those things, we have to stop policing the world. Right. We we have to not have, you know, over 800 bases, military bases around the world. We have to not spend 57 cents on the dollar on defense um, while we cut education and health care um, and housing funding. You also talked about with Ilhan Omar about her life before she was elected, about coming to America from Somalia as a kid with her family about how her father first got a job at the airport. Indeed, when you land at MSP Airport, all of the people driving carts, pushing wheelchairs, almost all of them are Somali or Ethiopian. Uh, one of those was her father. And then her father got a job at the post office. Let's listen to what she told you then. It was it was a great job. And, and he loved it. You know, um, he's a night owl like I am. And so he often worked a night shift. And I, I worked with him one winter, uh, my junior year going into senior year. Is it high school? In high school. You were a postal um, worker? I, I did. I worked All at right. the post office um, because I, I, I needed to get a car. Um, this is the thing you do when you're a senior. 
Um, and my dad believed that you had to earn everything that you had in life and uh, told me I had to work <laughs> and that he was going to help find me a job that could could get me you know enough money to to get my first car and if I fell short he'd help and so I worked a, a night shift I would I would go in and come out at um, 7 a.m in the morning and go to school uh, and, and be present for my 8:20 a.m class and I, I did that for for six weeks and earned enough. Um, for him to supplement. What kind of car? Get. What kind of car did you get? I got uh, a two-door red Cavalier. Nice. All yeah. Right. yeah. Good American-made car. And Enjoyed it for a little bit. Benefited from a union I work did. setting. Got yeah. a good American-made car. Did it have yeah. a decent radio? It, it did. Yeah. What did you listen? I, what music did you listen to? Everything. Really? Everything. I, yeah. I I kind of really listen to. You know, I'm I'm a huge fan of pop music obviously but I, I i enjoy rock i i i have surprise surprising to many people a huge love for country music and i also just love somali music john nichols talking with ilhan omar on the new next left podcast from the nation what's coming up on future episodes of next left well it's, it's a lot of it really interesting folks congresswoman rashida talib uh, the other Muslim American woman in Congress had a great conversation with us. In fact, we talked with her literally the day after President Trump and Liz Cheney and everybody went after her. Uh, and yet we didn't. One of the things we try to do on this podcast is not to talk about the of the moment controversy. We want to we really want to get to know these people. So we spent a lot of time talking about her experience coming up in Detroit. We also will feature Lee Carter the very passionate socialist uh, member of the state legislature in Virginia, Rosana Rodriguez-Sanchez, a newly elected city council member in Chicago, whose roots are in Puerto Rico. And and our conversation was a a fabulous mix, will be a fabulous mix of conversation about the experience in the Latino community in Chicago, but also uh, the struggles of Puerto Rico, and she blends these things brilliantly, as so many of these folks do. So we've got a lot of a lot of good folks coming up. So we've been talking here about the Next Left podcast from The Nation, hosted by John Nichols. This week, it features a fascinating interview with Ilhan Omar. You can listen at thenation.com. You can subscribe at iTunes Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. John, congrats on the new podcast, and thanks for talking with us today. I'm honored to be with you, and I I hope we do as well as you have. You've been listening to Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine. You can hear more interviews like this one at thenation.com, and you can subscribe to Start Making Sense at iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Wiener. Thanks for listening. Thank you.